What's the one piece of advice you'd give a new agent or any agent that's jumping mm-hmm. in and, and deciding to do this thing? I would say have a plan, honestly. Have a plan and just kind of have a vision of what you see your agency being, you know, 90 days, six months, a year down the road. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. So, and you've been such an awesome piece of all the, the meet, like the weekly meetings and everything that we do, what, or how important, because you have this insight on the internet leads, Mm -hmm. how important has the, like the telefunnel been to making those internet leads successful? Honestly, extremely because I buy so many, um, you know, I have the lead connection service. So I have a meeting once a month with, with my person. And she even asked me like, how do you consistently close business of leads that you bought months prior? And I'm like, cause we call them more than anyone else and especially listen to you guys because before i opened my agency so being on this is like crazy because i used to watch this before i opened and you know i used to take you guys advice so much um that's why i used to be consistent on those calls and i don't take things with a grain of salt i'm like if people are being successful why we reinvent the wheel like yeah there's something that i could put my own little sizzle in it but you know, this is working, don't break it. Right. So, um, I think that was something for me that really stuck that it was like dial, 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 because no one else is calling. And you guys are the reason why I got ricochet to begin with, because, you know, I I knew I was going to get, you know, tell dude. So I was like, okay, you guys use ricochet. I'm going to get ricochet. You're like, I'm Um, copying you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to copy them. I'm going to do what they do. Boom, boom, boom. So, So I think that really has helped us. The fact that, you know, our campaigns, we're still calling these people, you know, and, Something else that we do too that also helps us is I, I know we can't incentivize people to, you know, buy insurance, but we can incentivize them to get a quote. So um, yep. I'm partnered with this company. We actually give out uh, vouchers, free vouchers, like dining cards, stays to Vegas, airline trips, whatever. It's unlimited for me. So I'm like, hey, let me just give you this free insurance quote. I said, thank you for your time. I'll give you this $200 dining voucher. Is Do you still mm. drive the Nissan Maxima? Boom. And People are like, heck yeah, let me get it. You know, let me get that voucher. <laughs> <laughs> so, so because of that, that also allows us to just get more quotes out the door. And yeah. if they like us, then they'll bind. So, yep. yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. What what service are you using for those vouchers? Just quick. Yeah. Uh, I use a service called CMI. It's awesome. Like you can even do integrations with it where you can link it up to Zapier. So you can have just things going on automatically. And it's pretty awesome because you can customize it. So like your logo and your stuff is on there. So when they open up the voucher, like you're, you're front of mind because your face and everything is on there. So, you know, even if they don't bind now, you know, whenever they look at that voucher, your face is going to be there. <laughs> so. I love it. I love it. So cool. 
I love it when when people think outside the box and there's a million ways to skin a cat, but like really just not just going the typical direction of, hey, I'm just going to try to quote people. It's like, what what else can we do to help them? Like, you know, the more you help people, the more, they're, you know, the more they're going to be interested in your services. And it helps for retention and referrals because we use it the same way. I'll give you a better prize for a better, you know, situation. So it's like, you let me quote you, I'll give you a $200 dining voucher. You gave me three referrals, I'll give you a four night state of Vegas, <laughs> you know? So yeah. Uh, and that helps. Um, so that, yeah, that definitely helps tremendously. Uh, and I love then, you it. Know, we, keep, we keep track of like how many clients we bind off of that and things like that to kind of like help keep track of things. Cool. Super cool. How important are referrals to your agency? Um, I think now we're starting to lean more towards that route. I think in the beginning, you know, as a new agent, because uh, we started scratch, you know, I had I need to make sure we hit a certain amount of numbers. So I think in the beginning, I was more chasing auto. I know the internet leads were working. So I was just focusing on that. Now that we have like a larger team um, and things like that. Now we're starting to lean more towards like, hey, like, get her some referrals. And they seem to be working. Um, I think our Spanish clientele, they definitely love us. They definitely love us. Because I think that a lot of uh, brokerages, they're so used to just giving these state minimums. And that to me is appalling. Like you should, as an agent, you should never lead with state minimums. That's, that's to me, it's right. just like, that's a no, no, you're not protecting anyone. You're just trying to sell 100%. something. Right. Um, so I'm very direct. I'll tell people, I'm like, Hey, like, what's the point of paying for this? If it's not going to protect you, like your car is worth more than the insurance you have on it. Like, come on. You know, so I think people appreciate that honesty sometimes is refreshing because sometimes I don't kiss nobody's butt. You know, uh, <laughs> if you don't like it, you can go somewhere else. I don't want no different right. people. No. And and my clients, too. That's the beauty of what I love. Like I get to build my own book with people that I like. So it's crazy. We have now almost 200 clients. We're creeping up there soon. And they're all super dope. <laughs> you know, they're all super nice. So it's like, yeah, it's it's I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. So how about talk a little bit about that client experience, new client experience. Mm -hmm. How does that look when they, they bind to, you know, that first, that first couple of weeks, what, what are you doing to make sure that it's a really seamless client experience? Yeah. So, um, that's why I like to take care of everything to make sure everything is done. Um, I'm working more on getting things automated so I could be less hands-on on certain things. But usually what we do is once the policy is bound, we set up an onboarding appointment. We just want to go over the coverages over again. During that onboarding appointment, we talk more about their liability exposure because even during the initial call, like who knows, like we think 200, you know, 250 is a lot, but Hey, like, you might have a million dollars sitting in your bank account. This is not covering that at those assets, you know? So we have more of a stronger conversation about, okay, let's make sure now your assets are protected, that these, these policies are going to do what they're supposed to do. So um, we go into more of a in-depth conversation there. Uh, we make sure their documents and things are signed. Then I usually reach out to the client before their first month's bill is due, just to see if everything is good, if they have any questions. And then I just let them know like, hey, I'm your main point of contact. Anything you need, any questions you have, you call me, I take care of it. Don't worry, I got you. So I try to build that relationship early on. So if they have to file a claim or do anything, they're not reaching out to the carrier directly, they're calling me so I can stay on top of everything. Super cool. Yeah. And we cancel their old carrier too. Like, I'm like, no, do not call. Cause Geico, Geico is man. They're good. They're, they're good. I was like, I've called them with the client and Geico's like, okay, so what coverages are they giving you? What are, so, but they you gotta be, phone. no, 
But you got to be smart, though. Now I preempt because that used to happen to me at uh, in the wireless world. So I tell the customer, look, we're going to call Geico. Geico going to ask you, do you want us to review the coverage? You're going to say no. You're going to tell them you just want to cancel and we're going to cancel. OK, you know, because then if you don't tell your client that the client's going to be like, yeah, and now you're stuck on the phone listening to this crap for another 20, 30 minutes. So just tell your person that. You know, tell them what to do, instruct them so that won't happen. And I don't want nobody stealing you. So I'm going to call on the line with you and get this done. So there's no issues. Love it. Yeah. When we first started writing the script and everything else, we call insurance agencies stuff. And I'll never forget when we first called Geico, it was like they would not let us off the phone. And we're like, oh my gosh. So for a while, I made every new person that came in the agency call Geico and get a quote. Uh, like, that was one of the yeah, first things that. that they did because they won't let you off the phone because yeah. they don't get a follow-up. That's it. It's a one call closer, nothing for them. Yeah. So, and then also that's a good thing to tell them like, dude, they have to one call close. So here you don't have to do that. You can keep following up, but you got to do what they do on the front end. You have to be that tenacious. Luckily, when you have a, have a culture in your agency that just does that stuff that you don't have to like, get that going, you know, but like you got to create that belief, but it's crazy, man. It's crazy what they do over there at Geico. They're really good. Yeah. So it's like, you're like, why can't I do that? You know, it, it's just yeah. things where my team always, I, I'm like, why can't you, you know, that, I, that's right. my catchphrase. I, that's going to be my catchphrase. Why? Like, why can't you do it? You know, cause you don't want to, there, there's a, you know, I don't want, then I can't, there's two different things. So I'm like, heck yeah, no, like, I, yep. I learned when, when certain things happen to me, I rarely let them happen over and over. I'm like, I learned from my mistakes. So I was yep. like, yeah, nah, Geico. Yep. <laughs> keep, they're good. Keep on the phone. They're good. They're, <laughs> and they're good because they have superior training and they have the resources to spend an exceptional amount of time on training, right? Mm -hmm. So these people are are very well trained on that system, right? There's a process, they follow, everything's recorded. Like all of the things that we talk about yeah. are done at a massive scale. Mm -hmm. And it's it's why they, they're able to do that, right? I mean, it's just anybody, we can all do it. Yeah. But, yep. but, the, but the amount of work that goes in that front end is so, we were just talking about this. There, there's just so much that goes into it, but look at that result once it's put together. Right. Yeah. It's, then it's easy. It's, it's re replicatable. Every yep. person you bring on, you go through this. Now we don't have the resources. So two month intense classroom period is a little bit challenging, yeah. but could it be done at some, some level? Sure. Right. Yeah. You get like it. Pamela yelling in your great. ear while you're on the phone. Yes. Right away, Pamela should be yelling in their ear. The whole <laughs> time. Oh I, I literally bought one of those little portable desks now yeah. because that's how I be. Now I have my little laptop there <laughs> and I'm literally like, say this. No, no, no. No, say that. Yeah, put it on mute. Put it on yep. mute. <laughs> like, I was like, I come yep. myself like the puppeteer because I literally am like behind the scenes. I might not be binding the policies, but I'm like, okay, say this, do this, try this. You know? Yep. Because I don't have those bad. I feel like my team they do come from broker uh, from brokerages, so they have these bad habits of you know selling out of their own pockets sometimes. And I'm like, no, you know, we are building a value. We are here to protect the person. I don't want to sell a policy to someone and then I can't sleep at night because now this right. person's in debt because I didn't put them with the correct thing. I don't want right. that in my conscience. So then you your know, loss ratio is all messed up. Like no. then you got, you got extra customer service coming in, calls coming in with people that are pissed. What, what's the Craig, we talked about it today. It was, if it's easy on the front end, it's hard on the back, on the back end. end. If it's hard on the front end, it's easy on the back end. Yeah. That's what 
She said. She said. <laughs> oh, jeez. Even yeah. Even with even with homes, like people are like, you do that? I was like, yeah, because once you, you know, I was writing mainly auto in the beginning. Trickle in here a little bit, a couple homeowners. Of course, you tell people, how's your home? How's it? Is it good condition? My home is beautiful. It's nothing wrong. Then the field underwriter goes, cancels the policy because everything's broken. So right. I'm like, what six the hell? cars in the front lawn with no yeah. engines yeah, in like, them. And weeds going through. Why are all these cars here, sir? Are you running like a lot? What's happening? So why after, are there ten trampolines? So after you have a, a couple of those happen to you, you're like, freak, no, no, no. So now I actually go see the homes, you know, before we actually bind the policies. Like if they're within an hour drive of me. I'm going to go. I'm going to go see that what? house. Yeah. How do you do all this? How do you do all this? You yeah. need a drone. Yeah. I'm telling you. Like yesterday, <laughs> I was at like, I, I I came in the morning. I was like, I got three homes that I got to go see people. I'm going to go and I'll be back. You know? And I did it. I mapped my route out. <laughs> went, see, saw all three, came back. and But it was good that I saw that because I did even one of the homes that was a new build. She just got that house two years ago. I went there. I was like, man, we got to fix this and this. We can write this, but we're going to have to fix this. So, but that's something that, you know, I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't like properly see it. And because I'm trying to focus more on homes and build more of a personal relationship with people, I like it, you know, and it, it helps me with life too. So, yeah. Wonderful. Yep. Love it. So, what are you doing? Um, are you, how are you approaching your retention? Are you doing anything to increase that? So with retention now, I'm starting to go through renewals, but we also have a lot of policies that are also yearly policies. So I won't have to tackle those till October. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. But I think it's just because people like us. I'm one of those people that I just, and I'll let you know, you can leave me because that literally happens. You can leave me, but you'll be back because you're going to get the same experience. (laughs) It literally happened to me. Like it was my first customer who who called and canceled to go to another company but she was one of the people that i talked to all the time so it kind of it kind of stung you know like yeah "Ah, why uh but it was a price thing she was adding her steps and it went ridiculously high she just called me last week like pam and i was like kathleen you know i'm still gonna ask her what happened with that other agent but i'm i'm waiting i'm waiting (laughs) i'm waiting for another week to go by so i could be like so what happened yeah But yeah, no. So I just think it's that. It's like if people leave or whatever, don't be that person and end things on a sour note. Still let them know like, hey, you know, I would still want to earn your business again. Like, what was it? Was it price? Was it something else? You know, the person that was going to leave us because of the book, because the book we're reading, I told her, I was like, you know, I want to earn your business. I'm sorry if there was, you know, a misunderstanding between you and my producer, but I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. So if you feel that I'm not the agent for you, I understand. But I guarantee you that if you give me your business, your experience with me will be nothing short of amazing. And she she stayed here. She said, no, Pam. Then she started apologizing to me. No, Pam. I, <laughs> she oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're, you know. And it's like, that's that's away. what it is. Like, you're, we are the asset. Like, don't chase people. Like, why am I going to chase you? Like, for what? Yeah, right. For you to cancel on me? No, I want the people that are going to value my business, you know, value right. what we have to offer. Because that's going to be the retention and that's what we're after, you know? So I think that's what it is. You know, when they're too fishy, sometimes I'm I'm like, let them go. You learn that early again. That's another thing. When I, we used to try to hold on like the first couple of years that I started working here, we try to hold on to these people. And there's like a, a small person, like a small percentage that took up most of the time in the agency. And it's like, let them go, get them out of here. Like if you're not happy, 
go find another agent yeah. because we want to help those that want to be helped. Not the ones that are just like constantly. Yeah, I had one causing. of those. I was like, can you please cancel? I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I, but he wouldn't until his car broke down. And then he, he, he was like, Pam, I need it. But I'll be back when I get a new car. I was like, no, yeah, so no, 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 we're no, we're moving. We're moving. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh that's oh, great <laughs> so besides listening to this amazing podcast what else do you do to keep yourself motivated uh man i guess it's like my future you know like you know i want to be a millionaire a multimillionaire. you know so when you have goals like that you know you you got to hustle so i think just the fact that because i have started over I, i've had to start over in different industries you know so many times and build myself up i kind of already had that confidence and for all the parents out there, I will say, encourage your children when they're young, because everybody I freaking ask, like, how would, I mean, not everybody, but you know, a lot of people I'm like, why don't you have, comp- why are you like, so not confident? Like, how were you raised? That's my question now. How were you raised? Right. You know? Yeah. And, and I yeah. would say, you know, mom, you don't speak English or you don't understand this, but you're the reason why, you know, I'm like the way I am, you know, my mom, my grandma, my, my aunts, my dad, you know, my whole life, they were like, Pam, you're going to be, they wanted me to be a lawyer. Are you going to be amazing? You're going to be a lawyer. You're going to have all this money. You're so smart. You're so this. So I, I that encouragement. With, the, with that encouragement and never pressure. So my family never pressured me to do anything, but I've always wanted to, again, live up to those expectations, right. you know? And for me, I think is, is that, you know, I want to live up to the expectations of my family. I'm first generation American. So it's very, very important to me to, you know, represent, you know, Dominicans out there in the Hispanic community, because I want to show people that, you know, like our parents could come here and start over and we can achieve, you know, great things. That's um, awesome. So I guess that motivates me. Um, I do listen to, a, uh, I like the Craig Rochelle podcast. I listen to that a lot too. Good name. Yeah. And I just try to keep, I think a lot of people, we spend time in the outside and we need to spend more time within. So mm. I spend a lot of time within, you know, like really nice. like, how do I feel? You know, like my thoughts, you know, my thoughts used to race all the time, you know, back in the day and now they're pretty quiet. Um, so I try to be at peace. Like, I don't like, like, don't mess up my peace. I'm like Zen over here. Don't, yeah. don't mess don't it up. Mess it up. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's why I just kind of keep motivated because yeah. I used to be a negative person. And for the people out there who, who are just like, oh, she's just positive. No, I, I was <laughs> very, very negative, you know, back in 2014. That's when I saw The Secret. Um, wow. 2014, you know, I wasn't like this. I was 300 pounds. I was angry all the time, you know, like wow. buck teeth, you know. Now I'm like so different, you know. Yeah. But I, you know, <laughs> so I, awesome. I wrote it down like this is who I'm going to be. This is who I'm going to become. And I believe that, you know, we have to act as the people we want to be, not who we are now, you know. So if I want to be, you know, a multimillionaire, I can't just act like a small insurance agent, you know. I have to, you know, think big, dream big, expect big things from my people, you know. Why am I going to tell my producer you only got to hit, you know, 10,000? That's nothing, you know. My my producers, you know, Salma, she puts up, you know, 40, 50. That's my expectations of her. Yeah, yeah so i very big on I, that. I love that. <laughs> I, I think that the – um. Isn't it funny though? Like I, I would say most people don't work within just accept the way things are and then move ahead. And it's like, dude, work, like we got to work on ourselves. I mean, Craig and I were both negative <laughs> in the past. Um, we both there was some alcohol to, involved. There was, a, there was <laughs> at a point alcohol, Same. drugs. I mean, you name it. And like, 
a bunch of negativity. I used to bartend work in the service industry. That's a toxic environment. Oh. All you do is bitch about everybody. <laughs> and hear about everybody's problems all day, yeah. right? Like it's nuts. And that's like my thing that I started to realize is like, okay, like the most boring things like aren't like, yeah, like meditating and like sitting quietly and like writing your intentions. That's not the funnest thing in the world. Let's be honest. Like I'd rather be on freaking Hulu or Netflix, but what does right. that give me like in the long run, you know, it's like, and I think honestly, and I tell my team that too, um, because I do have a producer who I always have to tell her, you got, girl, you got to believe in yourself, girl. Like you are so yeah. like, so you don't love yourself. Like, come on, why? But I think that it is easy to accept that things happen to us because then we don't have to take responsibility for our lives because everything that happens, I didn't do it. That's just how life is. Once we start really realizing that, no, everything that happens to us is because of a result of something that we did. That's when you really start taking responsibility. Like that's when you really have to be like that shitty situation happened to me. You're telling me that was my fault. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, literally, actually I was wearing the same outfit like two months ago. (laughs) It was snowing. I got a flat tire on my brand new car. I could have bitched. I could have, you know, whatever. I've yeah. never, it was like super cold. It was snowing. I got out there. I changed my goddamn tire like a champ. <laughs> it took me like an hour. But when oh, that in car. In the snow. That's in rough. The snow, and I had no gloves. And then the next day it was 90 out in Denver, right? Remember, it's like yeah, snows it was, one day, 90. It was crazy. It was crazy. But, you know, I put the, when the car touched the ground, I literally, I looked up to the sky and I was like, God. Thank you, because now I know how to change a tire. Right. I love you it. You had it done it before? No. No. Wow. These hands don't do tires. I, no. But in the snow. <laughs> like, do I don't they. even no. know. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, Jason can't. Like, I'm surprised he doesn't have a no. helper to just pour the monster in his mouth. No. no. <laughs> the only reason why I knew how to do it was because I got a flat tire on my other car right. a month before that. And my friend Omar Shout out to Omar. He, hey, Omar. Omar. He was like, I right, look, you're going to watch me do this because if this happens <laughs> to you, you're going to have to learn. And I was like, okay, man, okay. You know? And I was like, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this. And yeah, I did it. And I, it was the proudest moment of my goddamn life. You don't even know. I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah. But I'm saying like, you see, most people would have been like, what the heck? Oh, my God. They would have been cursing the world. But I saw that as such a rewarding experience. Like, it's like, yeah, I froze my ass off. Yeah, it took me an hour. But I learned something, right? Like, yeah. what is the lesson? When something falls apart, people, what is the world? What is the universe? What is God trying to teach you? They're trying to, something. Somebody's trying to teach you something. But you are yep. only seeing the negative in it. You're not. Like, I team, you know, when I left T-Mobile. My manager saying that to me was the best thing that ever happened to me because now I have my own business, you know? Right. Yeah. But at the time, 100%. if I would have just wavered, then I wouldn't be where I am today. So, you know, always look at the bad things. It's what is the lesson? You know, what is the lesson? Yeah. Right. What's the lesson? The chip on the shoulder is one of the biggest motivators for a lot of folks, right? Yeah. Yep. So it was awesome. that the, It was good they said that. At the time, it didn't feel good, but – yeah. You got a huge lesson out of it. And you were like, you know what? I'm a shower. Yeah. But but people always wait like years down the road. And then they're like, okay, yeah. that was good. You need to think like that in the moment. Because that's when right. you really start to, you know, grow as a person. Where you in the moment could like not get bad. And be like, okay. Right. What's the 100%. solution? What can I do? You know? Yep. Yep. Oh, I love it. So wise. Uh, what do you think the biggest challenges uh, that you see affecting our agencies within the next few years? 
Yeah, I definitely will say uh, with everything going on, people were getting these free checks. Now it's starting to bite us in the ass. Uh, so definitely I would say rates are going to start going up, but with everyone. So I think it is the most important time to keep building those relationships because at the end of the day, if it's price that we're only based off of, we're going to lose our people. You know, but if it's those relationships, yep. um, if it's really making sure that people understand the value uh, of, ins of insurance and what is really there to do, then I think that if we continue that path, then we'll be successful. But and we just got to keep rolling with the times too. like don't stay stagnant on one thing. Like if you're doing one thing forever, that's fine. But business change, times change, people change. And, you know, as business owners, we have to change, too. Yeah, 100%. We are constantly changing as people every minute. You know, like we're yeah. not the same person we were five minutes ago or 10 minutes ago yeah. or 20 minutes ago. And it's it's like acknowledging that and, and understanding that's a huge thing. You know, exactly. So without getting too philosophical, <laughs> what's the one piece of advice you'd give a new agent or any agent that's jumping mm -hmm. in and, and deciding to do this thing? I would say have a plan, honestly. Have a plan and just kind of have a vision of what you see your agency being, you know, 90 days, six months, a year down the road and really sitting there and, and really getting granular, like what kind of team do you want? Right. Um, because I do that. I literally meditate and I envision my agency and my team and, and the people I want around me. Um, so just kind of having that vision. And I will say, I know it's hard hiring people, but not getting too desperate because, you know, one bad apple, you know, if you have that bad person there, you know, it will, it will really spoil the, the whole mood. And I, I did experience that. So I know exactly that that could happen. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of what I would say. It's just like, just have a plan and believe in yourself, you know? Yeah. To that bad apple thing, it's crazy how badly it can screw things up because it can affect, they leave, but now somebody else has become a bad apple because of the bad apple. And it's like, it could be endless. Like yeah. It take years to, to push that out. Plus what it did to the client. So got to identify and move quick on that. Just yeah. Want to drive that home. Awesome. Pamela, well, yeah. Pamela, <laughs> yeah. you are, your energy is infectious. We've <laughs> always loved being around you, talking to you. It's incredible. Like, like you're young, but your wisdom's beyond, way beyond your years. And, and you're early on in this career in, in the insurance business, but you speak like somebody that's been in it for, for a ton yeah. of years without getting beat up. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, just, <laughs> just want to say thank you yeah, uh, thank for you. everything that you do. A lot of times agents don't get a bunch of thank yous. You know what I mean? So thank you for doing what you do. You serve a, a ton of people, a ton of people on your staff. And just it's it's cool. You're, you're spreading you're spreading good stuff. Thank spreading you, the you. love, and I think that that what you the energy you bring rubs off and affects other agents, and it 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 puts the agent in a good light, right? Like it it makes other agents look good by what you do. So thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me on the show. It's it's an honor. I I can't believe like months ago I was like I'm gonna be on here and just to be on here it's it's really you manifested it. See? I manifested it. See what? people, you can do it. <laughs> you did it. You made it happen. See people are gonna knock that. There's gonna be haters that say, "Oh, manifest whatever." It's like, okay, you're manifesting it not happening. That's why your agency not on top. Sign. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Thank you so much, uh, and we will see you down the road because awesome. you're gonna be a repeat. Oh, we'll check in. We'll check in. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Pam. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, while you're still here and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. 
Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I write over 10 million in premium in the last couple of years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And if you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.